Section 13 of The Science History of the Universe, Volume 4. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lawrence Trask, Mount Vernon, Ohio, InterfaceAudio.com. The Science History of the Universe, Volume 4. Edited by Francis Rolt Wheeler. Chemistry, Chapter 9, Lavoisier and Antiphlogisticism, Part 2. One of Lavoisier's earlier memoirs that presented to the Académie des Sciences in 1770, entitled On the Nature of Water and on the Experiments Adduced in Proof of the Possibility of Its Change into Earth, illustrates his accuracy thoroughness and acute reasoning he states that the purpose of the research was as follows i find myself confronted with the task of settling by decisive experiments a question of interest in physics namely whether water can be changed into earth as was thought by the old philosophers and is still thought by some chemists of the day it had been noted by many earlier investigators that when water was boiled for a long time in a glass vessel a mass of white residue was found in the vessel after evaporation this was long regarded as a conclusive proof that water could be changed into earth lavoisier weighed his glass vessel then after heating water therein for one hundred days found there was no change in the weight of the vessel and its contents when he evaporated the water he obtained a residue of earthy matter which he found corresponded within the range of experimental error with the loss in weight of the empty vessel he therefore concluded from his experiments that the greater part possibly the whole of the earth separated from rainwater by evaporation is due to the solution of the vessels in which it has been collected and evaporated scheele afterwards showed that this earth or residue possessed the same composition as the glass thereby confirming lavoisier's work the old alchemical idea of transmutation was thus shown to be false and was finally dismissed from chemistry Lavoisier established the important generalization that matter may be changed, but not destroyed nor created. The matter lost from the glass vessel was merely dissolved in the water. This is the principle of the indestructibility of matter, the fundamental principle of modern science. However, it must be realized that while from the commencement of his experimental life, Lavoisier was guided in all his reasoning by the recognition of the principle of the conservation of mass, yet it was only after he had found this view proved by his work on combustion that he enunciated it, 1785. To quote from his Uvers, Nothing is created, either in the operation of art or in those of nature, and it may be considered as a general principle that in every operation there exists an equal quantity of matter before and after the operation that the quality and quantity of the constituents is the same and that what happens is only changes modifications it is on this principle that is founded all the art of performing chemical experiments 
in all such must be assumed a true equality or equation between the constituents of the substances examined and those resulting from their analysis the establishment of the law of conservation of mass has followed curious lines as freund observes lavoisier did not arrive at it strictly inductively by generalization from a large number of cases in which the weights of the substances participating in a chemical reaction were compared with the weights of those resulting from it the available data of chemical investigations did not supply him with the material for so doing the belief growing among physicists of the imponderable nature of heat together with the old view of the indestructibility of matter in general must have supplied him with the basis for an assumption from which he drew deductions that were verified by the result of experiment generally speaking ever since his time the scientific world has been content to regard the conservation of mass as an axiom a number of lavoisier's statements indicate that his views upon the nature of his matière de chaleur matter of heat approximate to the mechanical theory of heat thus he states that heat is the energy which results from the imperceptible movements of the molecules of a substance it is the sum of the products of the mass of each molecule into the square of its velocity according to him matter consists of small particles which do not touch one another since otherwise a diminution of volume by lowering of temperature could not be explained the matter of heat exists between these particles the hotter a substance is the more of the matter of heat does it contain in the investigations into the specific heats of various substances carried out along with laplace lavoisier further proved that for a like increase in temperature substances do not take up like quantities of the matter of heat lavoisier knew that by the addition of heat ice is first converted into water and the water then into steam hence gases contain most of the matter of heat this is what we should understand when he says that his air pure consists of the acidifying principle and the matter of heat during combustion the former unites with the combustible substance and the matter of heat is liberated it produces light and heat lavoisier also termed the matter of heat calorique lavoisier's views with respect to the heat liberated during combustion although not quite accurate are also of great importance he considered that when a solid substance phosphorus burned in gas oxygen and the product of the combustion was solid phosphoric anhydride the disengagement of heat was due to the condensation which the gas had undergone in order that it may become solid if the product was gaseous carbonic anhydride he attributed the disengagement of heat to the alteration of the specific heat he advanced the general view that the heat of combustion must be greatest when two gases unite to form a solid substance how correctly he understood the application of these fundamental ideas is shown by his mode of explaining the lowering of temperature produced by dissolving salts in water lavoisier assumed as we do 
that it is the change of state of aggregation which occasions the absorption of heat he showed further that the evolution of heat which occurs on mixing sulfuric acid with water is accompanied by a decrease in volume and that both maxima coincide so that theory and experiment agree Leidenberg. it may be said therefore that lavoisier laid the foundation for the modern thermochemistry lavoisier also occupied himself with organic chemistry or the chemistry of life products and made a beginning toward a scientific study of it by devising a method of analysis by which these bodies could be burned and the water and carbon dioxide which were formed measured he heated a known weight of the substance with a known weight of red mercury oxide and weighed the carbonic acid and water produced he knew the oxygen content of the mercuric oxide and so could ascertain how far this supplied the carbon and hydrogen with the oxygen they required and how far this was furnished by the compound under investigation lavoisier in this way determined the composition of alcohol however the whole system of quantitative organic chemistry was too young for lavoisier to anticipate the nicety with which liebig later could handle these methods of ultimate analysis he considered his experiments to be merely confirmatory of his system the composition of sugar a mere incident organic bodies in general he regarded as oxides of a radical which might itself contain hydrogen and carbon or in some cases these together with nitrogen sulphur and phosphorus lavoisier adhered to boyle's definition of an element with him an element was any substance which could not be further decomposed the metals and the most important non-metals were ranked among the elements and compound bodies like the alkalis ammonia and the earths were numbered among these also but not without considerable uncertainty being expressed as to their elementary nature oxygen also recognized as an element became because of its part in combustion and its capacity for combining with so many other elements the center point of the antiphlogistic system which indeed owed its inception to the knowledge of the behavior of other elements toward oxygen the importance which lavoisier attached to this gas is clearly shown in his theory of acids in which he explained the properties of acids by the hypothesis of the acidifying principle being oxygen the name of which a greek word meaning i generate acid still bears witness to this view and in the statement the bases which combine with acids also contain oxygen the composition of a large number of compounds oxygens acids and salts was thus rightly interpreted the phlogistic hypothesis having regarded as simple the substances belonging to the first two of these classes the views of lavoisier and his disciples with respect to elements and compounds are to be found in the treatise entitled Methode de nomenclature chimique which was published by lavoisier conjointly with guyton de morveau berthollet and fourcroy in seventeen eighty seven this work in conjunction with the trait elementaire de chimie seventeen eighty nine changed the existing language of chemistry and shaped the course of progress still pursued 
in the first mentioned treatise all substances are divided into elements and compounds to the former belonged in addition to light and heat oxygen hydrogen and nitrogen these formed the first class the second group containing the acid forming elements sulphur phosphorus and carbon to which were added the hypothetical radicals of hydrochloric hydrofluoric and boracic acids the third class comprised the metals the fourth the earths and the fifth the alkalis but lavoisier considered the elementary nature of the last of these as so improbable that in the trait elementaire de chimie he no longer included them among the elements for the nomenclature of the latter the old names of the metals and some of the non-metals for example soufre phosphor etc were retained while lavoisier's new names for others of the non-metallic elements for example oxygen hydrogen azote were introduced next came the binary substances consisting as they did of two elements the acids occurred in this class their names were in each case composed of two words of which the first was common to them all and indicated their character acid while the second was a specific name indicating the element or radical occurring in each thus we have acides sulfurique carbonique phosphorique nitrique etc two acids containing the same element or radical were distinguished by the different termination of the specific name that containing the smaller proportion of oxygen receiving the termination eux whereby such names as acids sulfuro nitro etc were obtained hydrochloric acid was called acide muriatique and the existence of oxygen in it was assumed while oxygen was supposed to be present in still greater quantity in chlorine the acide muriatique oxygene the names of the binary substances of the second group for example of the basic compounds containing oxygen were formed in a manner exactly similar for these the general designation oxides was introduced and to this word the specific name was appended in the genitive for example oxide de zinc oxide de plomb etc the remaining binary compounds were distinguished as sulphur phosphorus carbon etc compounds and received the class names sulfures phosphures carbures etc compounds of the metals with one another were called alliages alloys the expression amalgams being retained however for mercury alloys with regard to the ternary compounds the salts alone need to be mentioned they obtained their class names from the acids from which they were derived and were called accordingly sulfates nitrates phosphates the termination eight became eight when the salts were derived from the acid poorer in oxygen instead of from that richer in oxygen the name of the base was appended for example sulfate de zinc de barite etc this system of nomenclature embodies the principles and constitutes the basis of the chemical nomenclature now in use studies of the new nomenclature were published by shearer seventeen ninety two who made an attempt to germanize the new terms Eimke, 1793 who sought to reconcile the old and the new views in his synonymicon 
Arts, 1795, Spalding, who published a work at Hanover, New Hampshire, in 1799, in which he followed de Morveau, but adapted the name septon for nitrogen, and septic acid for nitric acid, as proposed by Samuel Mitchell of New York, Severin, 1807, and Ritter, 1808. It is amusing to note here that Richard Chenevie, a London chemist, published a critical examination of the nomenclature of the French neologists in 1802, in which he quoted Balthazar Sage's remark that oxygen signified the son of a vinegar merchant. When the nature of the theoretical views held during the phlogistic period is compared with that of the ones accepted at the time of Lavoisier's execution, it will be understood why a new era, that of quantitative chemistry, or as Fourcroix termed it, the French chemistry, dates from him. As mentioned, the teachings of Lavoisier gradually became recognized in France, a reward which Lavoisier himself had the satisfaction of witnessing, and also gained ground in England, and through the influence of Klaproth in Germany, where his works were translated, so that at the beginning of the 19th century, chemists had almost universally given in their adherence to the antiphlogistic chemistry. Lavoisier not only overthrew the old theory, but it is to his credit that he introduced a new one in its place, and it is perhaps advisable to state here the most important heads of his theory, Ladenburg. 1. In all chemical reactions it is the kind of matter alone that is changed, while its quantity remains constant. Consequently, the substances employed and the products obtained may be represented by an algebraic equation, which, if there is any unknown term, this may be calculated. In the process of combustion, the burning substance unites with oxygen, whereby an acid is usually produced. In the combustion of the metals, metallic calces are produced. All acids contain oxygen united, as he expresses it, with a basis or radical which in inorganic substances is usually an element, but in organic substances is composed of carbon and hydrogen, and frequently contains also nitrogen or phosphorus. If these three statements be contrasted with the views of the phlogistians, i.e. with the theories which prevailed prior to Lavoisier, we shall appreciate the reformation introduced by him into chemical science the direction of chemical thought was entirely changed and the facts hitherto ascertained appeared in a new light chemistry now had the basis of a correct theory and what was of greater value a knowledge that theories could be deduced only from the weight relations of actually occurring reactions to quote venable there were to be no baseless and delusive dreams for the future, although mistakes might be made in the interpretation of facts. Further, the grand division into elements and compounds had been effected, and a suitable nomenclature had been devised, capable of any expansion demanded by increase of knowledge. The balance, too, had been introduced as the instrument by which precision and accuracy were to be attained and the great arbiter of the fate of theories true progress now became possible and the century which has since passed has seen this science develop and grow
until men have come scarcely to dare put a limit to its possibilities those three investigators guyton de morveau claude louise berthollet and antoine francois fourcroy who in conjunction with lavoisier furnish the basis of a scientific nomenclature and also contributed to the development of chemistry by their other works are next to be considered louis bernard guyton de morveau seventeen thirty seven to eighteen sixteen was a zealous propagandist of the new chemistry and upon his election as a deputy in seventeen ninety one he endeavored to render the chemical knowledge he had acquired and its practical application of assistance to france he aided in founding the ecole polytechnique in which institution he subsequently accepted a professorship and with Murray and durand as co-authors he published a comprehensive textbook on chemistry in three volumes entitled elements de chimie theorique et pratique seventeen seventy seven claude louise berthollet who was born at talois in savoy in seventeen forty eight was one of the most distinguished of the many contemporaries and successors of lavoisier he became an antiphlogistonist in seventeen eighty six and from that time until his death in eighteen twenty two he conducted valuable chemical researches his important experimental investigations were in connection with the composition of ammonia the properties and nature of chlorine the production of bleaching compounds from chlorine and the composition of hydrogen sulfide and hydrocyanic acid he observed that solutions of chlorine in water gave off bubbles of oxygen when exposed to the action of light while hydrochloric acid remained lavoisier had considered that this acid was a compound of the radical murium with oxygen and consequently berthollet explained the phenomenon referred to by regarding chlorine as oxymuriatic acid that is a higher oxygenated product of murium berthollet discovered that ammonia is composed of hydrogen and nitrogen and after convincing himself that hydrogen sulfide and hydrocyanic acid contained no oxygen he opposed the dictum that oxygen was the principle of acidity berthollet was the author of the following works elements de l'art de la teinture researches sur le louis de la finite and essai de statique chimique the last mentioned treatise was an exceedingly important contribution to theoretical chemistry for it exerted a powerful influence on the question of chemical affinity berthollet's doctrine of affinity will be discussed in the next chapter antoine francois de fourcroy seventeen fifty five to eighteen o nine deserves mention as an organizer author and teacher he was an active expounder of the antiphlogistic doctrine and propagated the new chemistry by means of articles and treatises he was the author of the following works Le Cons Elementaires de Histoire Naturelle et de Chimie, 1782. Elements de Histoire Naturelle et de Chimie, 1789. Memoirs et Observations de Chimie, 1784. Philosophie Chimique, 1792. 
and systems de connaissance chimiques et lure applications aux phenomenes de la nature et de l'art fourquois experimental work served to pave the way for biological chemistry and his joint investigations with vaculin furthered the knowledge of organic compounds another important representative of chemistry in france at this time was louise nicolas vaquelin who succeeded fourquois as professor of chemistry to the medical faculty in eighteen o nine to vaquelin is owed the discovery of chromium seventeen ninety seven and beryllia seventeen ninety seven the former of which he found in lead spar and the latter in beryl his work on the separation of platinum palladium discovered by wollaston in eighteen o three rhodium wollaston eighteen o four iridium tenant eighteen o three and osmium tenant eighteen o three is also worthy of note Vacayen's investigation on the metals of the platinum group were carried out with the assistance of fourquois and it is likely that they preceded smithson tenant in the discovery of iridium in his researches in organic chemistry Vacayen discovered quinic acid asparagine and camphoric acid he was the author of two works instructions sur la combustion de vegetaux la fabrication de saline de la cendre gravelie seventeen ninety four and manuel de essayeur eighteen twelve both which passed through several editions the leading chemists of great britain and sweden at the time when lavoisier began his attack on the phlogistic theory strongly opposed the new chemistry cavendish priestley bergman and scheele were unable to accept it but black renounced the old doctrine in seventeen ninety one and was followed by dixon and richard kirwan the latter's interesting essay on phlogiston and the constitution of acids seventeen eighty seven deals with the transition period from the old to the new theories and was translated into french by mademoiselle lavoisier among the lesser celebrities in the science in england lubbock subscribed himself to lavoisier's views as early as seventeen eighty four while peart and pew attempted to prove the existence of phlogiston as late as seventeen ninety five in eighteen ten a small essay on combustion was published in philadelphia by a mrs fulham wherein the phlogistic and antiphlogistic hypotheses are proved erroneous this is merely mentioned on account of its being one of the earliest american contributions to the subject martin heinrich klaproth seventeen forty three to eighteen seventeen first professor of chemistry at the university of berlin was characterized by the accuracy with which he carried out his investigations the quantitative method of research was developed and improved by him and he thereby helped on the recognition of the cardinal principles advocated by lavoisier after klaproth had become satisfied with the correctness of the antiphlogistic doctrine by testing the reactions which took place in combustion and calcination he became one of its devoted adherents and his example led many other german chemists in the same direction klaproth discovered uranium seventeen eighty nine titanium seventeen ninety four 
cerium eighteen o three and zirconia seventeen eighty nine and investigated the new elements chromium beryllium and tellurium discovered by muller von reichenstein in seventeen eighty two he was particularly active in analytical and mineralogical chemistry and introduced many improvements of analytical methods klaproth was in fact a true investigator in every sense of the word in reporting the results of analysis he published the actual figures obtained thus introducing a new custom which made it possible to subject results to correction or criticism his works are chemische unterschung der mineralkelen zu karlsbad seventeen ninety and Beitrage zur chemischen kenntnis der mineralkörper seventeen ninety five to eighteen fifteen the latter is a collection of his papers published in the memoirs of the berlin academy and in the chemische annalen fur die freund der naturelle he also published the chemisches wörterbuch eighteen o seven to ten five volumes eighteen fifteen to nineteen four volumes a french edition of which appeared in eighteen eleven and edited the third edition of friedrich grand's systematische handbuch der germanischen chemie an excellent treatise first published in seventeen eighty seven to ninety from eighteen o three to ten klaproth was on the board of editors of the nuez elemagines journal de chemie which was started in seventeen ninety eight by shearer in this connection it should be mentioned at that time about twelve chemical periodicals were being published in germany three in france two in italy two in belgium one each in holland and sweden and two in england these journals exercised the greatest influence upon the enlargement and diffusion of chemical knowledge and they show the extent to which chemistry was fostered during the last decades of the eighteenth century End of section 13. Recording by Lawrence Trask, Mount Vernon, Ohio, InterfaceAudio.com.